Orcas and salmon are friends that need help. Our ocean pals are facing some trouble. Less trouble, more bubbles. There's so much we can do. Do you know what I'm thinking? Let's start preaching extinction. Hello, and welcome back to the Breaching Extinction podcast. For those of you that are new here, the Breaching Extinction podcast explores the plight of the endangered southern resident killer whales through interviews with the people trying to save them. There are currently less than 80 southern resident killer whales left, and they are currently threatened by lack of prey, vessel noise, and water toxins. All these factors impact one another and play a significant role in their population decline. They have historically spent much of their time in the Salish Sea. However, they've been seen less and less likely forced out of their home by lack of prey as well as busy and toxic waters. I'm your host, Erica Worth, and I decided to start this podcast in 2019 after spending a summer working in the Salish Sea and learning about these animals. Each week, I dive into a new conversation with guests from varying perspectives. I approach these topics through an interdisciplinary lens in hopes of uncovering the intricacies of this complex issue. Through this, I hope to share insight as well as fit the puzzle pieces together needed to save this species. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you have any questions or are interested in being featured on the podcast or sponsoring us, please reach out over Instagram at Breaching Extinction or send an email to info at breachingextinction.com. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Breaching Extinction podcast. Hope you guys have all had a wonderful two weeks. I think we've had two weeks off, possibly more. Time is a vortex, unclear. Um, But I am working on getting on at least a bi-weekly posting schedule. Work has been a little crazy, and I haven't had a lot of extra time, but that's going to change here soon. Um, But this week, I have... Kendra Nelson and Orca Man Fred Donesco here with me. And we are going to rank killer whale ecotypes. So one of the first episodes of the season, we just went ranked whales in general. Now we are ranking ecotypes. What even is an ecotype? Um, so killer whales are an animal, right? Um, but they are broken up Whoa. into various groups called ecotypes that are genetically, behaviorally, and geographically distinct. Um, so there are 10 different types that are recognized scientifically right now. And that is kind of up for debate, um, but we're going to go into a, a little bit of what the ecotypes are, but how are you guys doing? I just like jumped right into like, what is a whale? And then just like, didn't even ask, how's it going? Good. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Excited to be here. Amazing. Do you guys have any life updates? What's new in the world of Fred and Kendra? Nothing for me. Nothing. I am slowly but surely tacking down time at work, which is very nice. And recently I rode on the back of a motorcycle across, across the Lionsgate Bridge which was wild. And I did not think that I would be as okay with it as I was. It was very fun. That's amazing. I want a motorcycle really badly. Do it. Yeah. Um, they're interesting. You think they're interesting? <laughs> my husband likes them and he's had one and I burnt my leg on one. Mm. Yeah. Rip. Engines get kind of hot. 
Um, well, thanks for the updates. Glad you're doing nothing, Kendra, and that you have rode a motorcycle, Fred. Amazing. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Kendra is going to share a little bit with us about the ecotypes. Yes. So first, we will be starting with the northern hemisphere ecotypes, and there are five in each hemisphere. So in the northern hemisphere, we're going to start first with the resident or fish-eating killer whales. Um, these are the ones this beautiful podcast is about. The southern residents are a population within the resident ecotype, uh, but they are primarily fish-eating, and they are primarily found in the northeast Pacific. So the southern residents, the northern residents, and then the southern Alaskan resident populations. And they are um, fairly distinct with an open saddle patch for compared to the other killer whales in the North Pacific, in the Pacific Northwest. Then the other, another one are the bigs or transient killer whales. They are found in the Bering Sea through British, British Columbia, Washington state to Baja, California. And they mostly occur elsewhere or may also occur elsewhere in the North Pacific. So they eat mammals. And they can also, did I say that they're called bigs? Yes. Okay. Why? So yeah, we, why are they why called? Are they called? Because Michael Biggs is like one of the OG killer whale gods. Just kidding, he's a scientist. But one of the OG killer whale scientists who basically figured out like we thought that they were transient and that they like didn't have a specific home range that they just bounced around all over the place but then he discovered that they do tend to stay in certain areas for longer periods of time than we originally thought oh okay our third species in the northern hemisphere offshore killer whales their distribution is the least known of the three ecotypes in the Pacific Northwest. They eat on bony and cartilaginous fish, especially sharks. And there's no evidence that they have been mammal eaters. At least in this book, there may be different research now. And all these ones look pretty much, all the killer whales in the Northern Hemisphere look pretty similar. Their sizes vary. And then there's like little variations in their like dorsal fins and whatnot and their saddle patches. But pretty much they're all the typical looking killer whale, black and white, gray saddle patch, you know. Later on, our Southern Hemisphere orcas break this. Okay, now we're going into the North Atlantic. So there is type one Eastern North Atlantic and type two Eastern North Atlantic. So the Icelandic summer spawning herring feeders, as they have called them in this book. Okay. Uh, they look normal. It says that, that they look typical. So who wow. was here to decide They're typical, what a typical little <laughs> whale looks like and push these unrealistic beauty standards onto them well i would say it's it's typical as in the generic killer whale look as we see at marine parks movies mm. and most things as compared to when we'll get to the southern ocean ecotypes how different they look than what we're you're used to and part of that's also because most of like whale watching industry is with the northern hemisphere ecotypes for sure so they're kind of like the norm and they were more accessible for capturing. So <laughs> awkward. Okay, 
so yeah, both of the um, Atlantic ecotypes, they, um, or at least Norway's killer whales, they follow the movement of the spring spawning heron, 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 heroin, herring. Well, yeah, heroin, heroin whale. Heroin. <laughs> um, whale. Perfect. So yeah, these guys hanging out in Norway primarily. And then there is the West Coast community which is the way that this book has them outlined is different than like when you Google um, killer whale ecotypes, they have the type one and type two. This book does not give me those. It just is very much West Coast and just summer feeding. Um, but then the West Coast community, those are in the UK and Ireland and they eat harbor seals and harbor porpoises, but we don't fully understand everything about this ecotype, which is going to become the norm with more ecotypes. For sure. Group size, uh, something interesting, group size is usually two to three. Interest. That is pretty interesting. That's pretty small. Um, the, I have, um, so the whale and dolphin conservation website doesn't show me what their sources are, but they have a whole page on ecotypes. And they say that these guys um, particularly like to eat minke whales. And they're rarely seen. The ones in the UK and Ireland? Yeah. Is it saying it's the type two? Yeah. North Atlantic. Type. Okay. Yes. So yeah. So type one, those are the ones in Norway. Type two are the UK and Ireland. Yeah. Cool. Does it say what the Strait of, oh my goodness, Gibraltar ones are considered in type one and type two? Because it has, in this book, it just has them as their own thing. This is like a very vague website. So when I looked into ecotypes, I found this website was like the thing that I'm primarily using. Um, I did mm -hmm. also find a paper that was published in 2012 and then revised in 2013 titled killer whale ecotypes is there a global model um and that seems to be the most detailed source that i found but it is still like the, obviously like one paper about the different ecotypes is not going to cover all the complexities of every ecotype um yeah. but for so the way that they have it um with the northern in this one it looks like so they do have type one and type two, um, but the type two, it doesn't, I don't see anything here about the, the straight, but it says that they're like, yeah, they had a very small sample size and a very restricted diet that includes baleen whales. Okay. So yeah, these ones, these are the ones off the coast of Spain that we've had a lot of reports about that, and they're the bluefin tuna eaters. This book just has them separately described among the Atlantic killer whale community. I don't think they're different ecotype, but because they're different in behavior and diet, they're just described differently. Hmm, so potentially- Not eating third, whales. Potentially a third ecotype. Because the first type- I think this has been one of discussion about that. Yes. Um, well, I mean, I guess they would be, like if, if you're gonna put them in, in the two, they're more like type one with the fish eating. Yeah. So anyway, there's a cool little yeah. tidbit. We'll leave them out of this. Yeah, so we'll leave that. There's there's always lots of lots of discussion on speciation. Yeah. So 
To summarize, our northern hemisphere populations, again, are, are resident killer whales, bigs or transient killer whales, offshore killer whales, type 1, eastern North Atlantic, and type 2, eastern North Atlantic. And now we will be getting into the southern hemisphere killer whales. So to start, we have the Antarctic type A killer whale. They live in, you guessed it, Antarctica. And they primarily eat Antarctic minke whales, elephant seals. They may take calves of baleen species and other seals. And they have been seen chasing penguins. That's pretty amazing. Right? It's the one from Surf's Up. Uh, <laughs> I love all of your, like, random movie knowledge. Like, like, from just anytime there's an orca in a movie, you're like, that's, it's this. Oh, of course. Yeah. That and what is it? Happy Feet also has the one. Oh yeah. Happy Feet has. And I think when I watch Happy Feet, they would also be the type A's just by look. But that also could have just been that they were just like, oh, a whale. And just yeah. a basic looking killer whale. <laughs> yes. Um, no offense. Being basic is awesome. Is some it? call me basic. Is it? <laughs> uh, Our second ecotype in the Southern Hemisphere are the pack ice killer whales or the type B killer whales. Now we're starting to get into the cool looking buddies. All right. All right. So all right. these killer whales eat Weddell seals. I think I said that right. Uh, and these are the ones name. in coordinated groups done by wave washing. So we've seen videos of this. Um, and they will apparently they will ignore crab eater and leopard seals. And occasionally they will take Antarctic beaky whales and elephant seals. They may also take humpback whale calves. Now, what's really cool about type B is this is the first killer whale that we are talking about right currently in this podcast that has the dorsal cape, which we'll see in the it, dorsal capes are in technically every population. They're on every calf in the womb, I'm pretty sure. And then occasionally you can see it when they're born. I think it was, was it J57, the most recent Southern resident calf. I believe so. Whichever, okay, whatever. Okay, if it's not J57, whichever is the most recent Southern resident calf, you could actually faintly see a dorsal cape for a little bit, which it's basically a line coming from the end of their um, dorsal patch, uh -huh. saddle patch that connects to their eye patch. Yeah, their mm -hmm. saddle patch that connects ah, to their eye patch. Okay. So it's a gray, it's like a gray, I, for, I'm just going to show you, Erica, you can cut this part out. Yes. I have it pulled up in front of me as well. Oh, yeah. For for our listeners, give it a Google. I'm sure this is partially annoying, but Google it. Yes. We'll put a link yes. in the bio for which one we're looking Often, for. yeah, this is how the book describes it. Often demarcated by a narrow white border originating as an extension of the lower saddle that stretches from the stretches from forehead to just behind the dorsal fin. Amazing. So, Boom. 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 Next up. Oh, other cool thing is occasionally when you see pictures of these guys and the next two ecotypes, they will look either a like yellow brown color that is diatom buildup. And a diatom is a um, marine microbe. So fun facts, fun facts all around. Next up. We have the uh, Gerolache 
killer whale. I'm probably saying this wrong. Or the small type bee. So they look like the big type bee, basically the one we were talking about, but they're smaller. (laughs) Funny name. And they do have some different characteristics. Okay. So their eye patches may be oriented parallel to their body. And they, what is the other thing? Their saddle patch is not always closed. So there have been like open saddle patch individuals, which is what they have the art in the book. And they have been, they have only been observed feeding on penguins. So that's also different is their diet. And they like gentoo and chin strap penguins. It only eats the breast muscles and discards the rest. And they probably feed mainly on fish and squid caught near the ocean floor. They are a deep diver. Hmm. I wonder how many penguins they need to eat to like sustain themselves. I mean, I understand they're small, but a penguin, but I guess penguins can be big too. So especially if they're just taking, but they're just taking the breasts. That's ridiculous. Um, Do you know, because if these ones are the deep dive, if the smaller type B is the deep divers would, is there a biological advantage to being smaller with regard to diving deeper? Not necessarily. I mean, sperm whales are a really deep diving species and I take it deeper than these guys, but the deepest diving species is a beaked whale, which is considerably smaller than a sperm Mm -hmm. whale, but it's more so just, it's more so going to be a food adaptation that's going to drive you to the deep most likely. And it's probably making sense that it's Antarctic ecotypes that are diving, that are diving deeper. Potentially this is, I don't know if this is true, but my thought is because blubber buildup, Mm -hmm. but it's most likely just because of food. So something that they're eating is going that deep because sperm whales do it for the squid, big squid. Gotcha. Next up, we have the type C or the Ross C killer whales. They are even smaller than the type B killer whales. Um, we don't really know a whole lot about this population. The Ross C killer whale or the type C killer whale, they're smaller than the type B. Their distribution is known only from East Antarctica, predominantly in the Ross Sea, but also west along the Adelie land to Wilkesland coasts, which it's Antarctica. They live in Antarctica. <laughs> Amazing. And then what they eat, so they are uh, really known to feed on fish, primarily Antarctic toothfish. Uh, they also will eat two other species of smaller ice fish. And There's limited evidence of them hunting penguins, but it has been observed. Erica, share. Um, Yeah, so limited evidence, but it has obviously, like she said, been observed. There was a note in this paper that said that in the beginning, it was hard to distinguish the difference between prey and play behavior. And they have since determined that there is hunting behavior here, but they are more likely generalist feeders yeah i think a lot of ecotypes past i think a lot of ecotypes or at least populations are generalists too Mm -hmm. like we very much know the north the pacific northwest which are not generalist killer whales but even to some regard the the species in norway a couple i don't know if it's different populations or as a whole but they have been observed hunting seals and i think eating them Mm -hmm. From what I heard from a friend that that has happened. Okay. And, and something interesting is the group structure 
for most of these are unknown. And I mean, it just reminds, I don't know, for me, it's like, yeah, the Southern residents really are the most studied whale. We're extremely lucky for what we know about that species, but we really don't know, or that ecotype, not a species, but yeah. we really have a limited knowledge on a lot of these other um, ecotypes and even populations within other, within other ecotypes. Definitely. And then last but not least, the type D or the sub-Antarctic killer whale. Now, these guys are really cool because they have a teeny tiny little eye patch. Like little, 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 like one one sixteenth the size of um, your basic or typical killer whale's eye patch. The teeniest. Is the teeny. So small. They live in um, subtropic Antarctic waters. There was a recorded incident of 17 individuals that stranded in New Zealand in 1955, which is very cool. The first live whales of this ecotype were observed in 2004 in offshore waters near uh, the Corzette Archipelago in the southwestern Indian Ocean. I don't know why I took such a long pause right there. My brain's working real slow. That's and a there have been all slow. <laughs> yeah, there have been 25 or so sightings since then of this ecotype, which I just think is really cool. Yeah. Um, food and feeding, very little known, but it certainly includes fish is what it says. So <laughs> they eat fish. Yes. And yeah, cool. I think they're really cool because they got a little teeny little eco- uh, eye patch. I think so that makes these- them less cool. I think they look dumb. <laughs> Well, some of them, it's so small that I think, and I, it's almost non-existent looking. And I think there have been some that there, it just almost, there's nothing there. That's so hilarious. it's just this big black head. Um, so yeah, the five ecotypes in the Southern Hemisphere, just to recap, we have our Antarctic type A, pack ice killer whale, or the large type B, uh, Gerolache killer whale, small type B, Rossi killer whale, type C, and then our sub-Antarctic or our type D. Very Amazing. original with the names. Yes. Oh yeah. So I I honestly I do have problems with how we have named the whales because I wish that like and I understand that back in the day we weren't like maybe as connected, but I feel like we should have gotten on the same page of like this is how we're doing the ecotypes. This is how we're naming the the whales because JK and L is in the middle of the alphabet. Why did you pick in the middle of the alphabet? what is like what is bigs resident type a b c d what is that i i don't like that um so yeah. i i yeah. i think we should rename all of them <laughs> <laughs> but that is just my Sorry. thought huh? um i'm looking something up really quick i'm trying to remember what the etp killer whales officially is saying well, also too erica they did kind of like go in some terrible semblance of an order because residents transients and offshores are like descriptive cool yeah and then it goes type one type two a b c d yeah that I, doesn't make sense yeah. uh, and, and that's like not to say that, that that is nothing other than like i think they did the first three and then they were like oh let's just use letters and numbers for fun yeah i think that's fair because then there may, would maybe be too much overlap because like some of them are more generalist feeders, um, which is interesting. All right, shall we get to the rankings? 
Let's do it. Let's fight over some yes. whales. Let's fight. Let's physically fight the whales ourselves. Yeah, you can all lose so bad. Oh, yeah. Fins. Cut yeah. out my part about the ET piece. That was just me being curious. Okay, mm-hmm. who wants to start? So, shall we? Do we want to do our top two and our bottom, and then? Yeah. Do we, or we start with the bottom and work our way up? Okay, so Erico, who's bad. your least favorite? Who's okay? So, like, I understand that this is gonna be controversial for you, um, but I'm gonna have to go with the where is my picture? The Type D subantarctic yeah. killer whales. I, think, I take great defense. Okay, I think they're really ugly. Um, <laughs> I they're I don't, not I the killer whaleiest killer whale. Yeah, size <laughs> matters, and that eye patch is effective. <laughs> You get a t-shirt that has size matters and just like the little little eye patch of the big one and put like a green check mark over the big one. New merch. We're dropping it. There it is. If you sell 20 of those, they will go in five minutes. I think I might buy all of them. All of them. <laughs> okay. I think um, something. Um, Fred, who is your least favorite? I, I don't like the Rosses. Hmm. I, I don't appreciate hmm. them as well. Their diatoms aren't as much. I think they really are very tryhard with their uh, dorsal cape. And they're puny. Going back to the size, like, they are, they are very, very tiny. Also, like, the one thing that I will give type D that, I, like, the Rosses don't, or, like, I don't appreciate more about them. Type D has a pretty solid, like, eye patch. With regard to mm-hmm. it is, it looks like it's like a solid line, whereas the Rossi, it looks like somebody took a paintbrush and was like, "Oh, it should go here," and like did like a very <laughs> tiny like, mm, and that was it. It was just like the half-assed killer whale. <laughs> yeah, like they just okay. really—they're not great. They're not. <laughs> you know, they're not I was great. Like, gonna try to rank them higher just because they like dive deep and all these other things but now that you're showing me that they're like the half-assed whale i can see where you're coming from they're the, yes exactly i can deal with a poorly done wow. one but not a half-assed one not a half-assed wow wow but what about you kendra which whale uh, you my least with? favorite is the type 2 eastern north atlantic really so the ones in the uk and ireland okay yeah i guess like their their down slanted eye patch is like i guess more interesting in comparison to the other like northern hemisphere killable ecotypes because they all kind of like look the same past you know like Mm -hmm. the differences of dorsal shape that we like you can pick up on um but for me they really are just like the other killer whale and i think why the eastern the type one isn't my least favorite is honestly because of things like sea world um mm. which sounds weird but like knowing whales of that population um i think puts them at a slightly higher ranking for me than yeah. the type twos that's understandable i was definitely thinking that like my i feel like if i if i spend as much time with like all of these types as I did transient killer whales, I would have different thoughts. Um, yeah. so I feel you. Um, also question, are these the yes. ones where the males have been attacking boats? 
Those are the ones in Spain. So that's the Strait of, I can't say Gibraltar. it, Gibraltar. Bluefin Gibraltar. It's the of- so they look, they look slightly different. They don't that have that like big mouth. dopey downslide looking eye patch. Okay. There's, there's our, let me look at how they describe them as difference in this book. Oh, the book I'm referencing for everyone. So sorry. We're leaving yeah. you guys in the dark. It is the Handbook of Whales, Dolphins, and Porpoises of the World by Mark Carwardine or Carwardine. I can't say things. Yeah. But yeah, it's I think those, those are different. I'm not sure. But because like the book says, that I, I think that they'd be a different ecotype because the type twos um, are these mammal eating ones mm-hmm. off of the UK and Ireland. It says little, well, it says little known, but they've taken harbor seals and harbor porpoises. Okay, so which ones eat, which ones ram the boats then? Those are the ones in Spain, the tuna fish ones. And, and so is that type, uh, that's the one that's like where it's the weird type that's like in between the two. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I don't know what it's considered. It's not delineated. So they're just going to be, we're eliminating them from this round. Um, because yeah, they're yeah. trying to eliminate us from our boats. So it only seems fair. Um, <laughs> well yeah, because type twos are primarily known to feed on whales and dolphins or just other marine mammals. This okay. guy's eating tuna. All right. So I think you guys have brought up some good points. Um, I still think that that tiny eye patch is offensive. See, I think that that's what makes it cool is it is so distinctly different from all other nine plus because there is the whole thing about other ecotypes besides the 10. But we're doing the 10 because it's easy in this episode. But beside the point. I think that because it is so distinct that that is where it ranks pretty high for me mm. because, because it just looks so different. It is such a different type of killer whale. Also, their dorsal fins are like pointy pointy, which I just think is fun. Yeah. They're also too like disproportionately skinny. Not like the whales, the dorsal <laughs> fins. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. They look, they're like little knives, especially yeah. in these images, like when they're drawn out for like scientific posters compared to other and especially like you've been seeing fat fin a lot in california erica compared to fat fin these guys are like shanks i think if i saw them i would be scared and uncomfortable (laughs) um uncomfortable is the right word is Is that what you said i don't um okay so all right so okay what do we think? So these are going to be our bottom three whales. Let's figure out. Who's yes. Okay. So now, Erica, what are your top two? Who's our power bottom? Oh, our top two. So, <laughs> um, our top. The garlash is definitely, definitely, definitely the power bottom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate you, Erica. For sure. <laughs> Who are your top two, Erica? Who are my top two? So I think I'm a little biased that I think... Well, we're all biased. Yeah. I think that the big killer whales are going to rank up in our top two, um, as well as the type B. I, I, yeah, the type B um, Atlantic, the the small ones. I think those are my top two because I feel like we don't know that much about the small ones. 
and like they could the dive type- down deep and they could die like we don't oh know. do you mean the the pack ice or the gerald ice yes. killer whales yes okay so yeah i'm gonna say that those two are going to be my top two okay you know burrito yeah okay what about you fred rock paper scissors um i really like the antarctic i just i think they're cool Um, the type a the type a type a give me a give me a nice type a whale very killer whaley killer (laughs) whale number one um number two much like uh the affinity for the type one eastern north atlantic for regard to familiarness i would say that i have a fondness for how Antarctic orcas have been portrayed just in media personally. And also too, like they're one of the whales that I think would be really, 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 really fun to see. Mm-hmm. Um, see like a whale spy hop be like, you're not, you don't look like you're supposed to be here. Cause it's also like the only not <laughs> messed up looking one. Not messed up isn't the right word at all. <laughs> Oh my gosh it's the, um, it's the most typical looking killer whale in the southern ocean it's the most yes. basic, yeah she yeah. basic whale she basic. Um, according to the ones we're looking at in this 10 yeah. yes 10. precisely yeah. um i i one? think i want to throw in the sub-antarctic killer whale type d as my second you guys for are- no other reason then there's so few species that we've seen so little that are like like mammals. Like it is it is ridiculous, like genuinely ridiculous that there has been 25 sightings of something that breathes air. <laughs> like it's not like we need to go dive for it. But they're like, like giant squids and other shit like that. Fair, but like this, come on. That's wild. It's not that creepy. It's cute. It's not. I, cute. I don't know it's that a little, it'd be it's, or cute. It's I like, like it. Like, I think oh, it's, it's so off. cute. They're hiding. Like it. Oh my god. They're hiding. <laughs> I mean, but that's you know why they're hiding? Because they're doing suspicious things. They're specifically <laughs> trying not to be seen look like that because they're sus as fuck. That's what's happening. I don't know what they're doing. They probably have a secret society down there. I want to join it. Stuff. I want to be in. <laughs> Maybe they're hiding another beaked whale that we don't know about yet. Do those keep on popping up too? It could be. Yeah, uh, there have been different beaked whale, like of marine mammal species that we're going to be discovering that are like new. They have been beaked whales. Yeah, there was one last year that hadn't been observed before, and it's just observation only. We don't have enough to like identify a whole new species because when you just have an observation, it's just, oh, did we see that right? We need like a certain amount of um, sightings to officially be like, oh yes, you are not a Baird's or a Cuvier's or a whatever, whatever, whatever. Yes, because they're deep diving so that's kind of like oh they're not at the surface a whole lot and they tend to be more pelagic where we're not at 24 7 like shore species we see more often from the, sh- the shore yeah so beaked whales are based animals cool that makes sense and terrifying in my opinion okay 
Well, in a respectful way. I respect how terrifying they look. I think they're really cool, but some of them look a little wonky. Yeah. Well, okay. so does this whale, but whatever. I, I guess I'm the odd. A little different than teeth outside of your jaw. That That is a little bit weird, I will say. But also, yeah. for the whale that looks the weirdest, it's definitely the sperm whale. But also, I feel like this is not... <laughs> I have just become... They're, like... they're skinny little jaw. They're yeah. endearing now. That that's just that's just freaky looking. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Erica's face when you said that, it's just like, <laughs> like how dare you? Yeah. You. Yeah. Um, right, Kendra. Okay, my top two. Okay. My top two are the um la- uh, I think the okay. Now I'm considering between the two really quickly so i really like well i really like type b's but because it's like the large and the small so your pack Mm. ice or the ross or the uh i'm saying it wrong probably i have no idea you know how to say it no i don't i know how to say the straight culture that's it that's where my oh okay cool i can't say that either (laughs) um but i i think i think the small type b i think is really cool i just like the fact that they the the penguin bit um Mm-hmm. I don't know, just reading. I was like, oh, that's cool. And um, dorsal capes are an immediate win for me. That I think the dorsal think capes look amazing. Yeah. Diatom buildup is like chef's kiss. I am obsessed yeah. with it. Um, and I do really like their the eye patches on these, on the type Bs. I like how big they are. Yeah. And I like that like weird color fade that you matters. were criticizing um to make it look like it's painted i just think that's really cool it's an art just my opinion it's a creative yeah oh for sure an artsy will so i think i can agree with kendra that the pack ice killer whale can be number one i would agree with that thank you and then my other top two is the type d you guys are ridiculous because it is so starkly different in terms of that eye patch size, uh, and then the coloration is like that stark different, and the, the dorsal cape on the the type Bs and Cs that I really like. But again, the sighting thing that we don't know a lot about them, um, how little known is makes yeah. them all the more fascinating and intriguing for me. So yeah, they are really high cool. up on my list. Okay, so. Uh, I guess like as long as they're not number one <laughs> I guess I can allow them to have the number two spot <laughs> so I guess are we all just agreeing that they're number two I can give them I, I can give them number two I I I'm don't stand on their cuteness but guaranteed like they by far are one of the most if not the most interesting of them yeah i think objectively we could agree they are one of the more interesting because we know so little we about don't them. Know anything. yeah that's fair i mean and that 25 settings freaking eye patch pretty nothing. sure that they have a secret society underneath the water they're building cities and they're doing some some weird crimes i'm pretty sure but i don't have literally any evidence to back that so the most wanted whale <laughs> yeah okay so then I feel like, so our top whale definitely is an Antarctic whale. We know that much. Mm-hmm. So which In- of the Antarctic whales is it then? 
do we agree that it's the pack ice i think well i I feel like we all really liked the small type bees because of that deep diving aspect yes and all the which i don't think it said in the pack yeah okay so do we do we go with type b for number one the small type b the gerolache ger ger i'm gonna say different every time we know what we're talking about small type b small type b gerolache okay and then who's our, who's our power bottom? Oh, the gear lashes for sure. We just said they were number one. We just said that was number one. <laughs> well, no, no, no. So you said you said you said power bottom though. Power bottom and like That's the, the bottom the... are two different things. And when I heard that. Okay, who's at the bottom? Who's the Okay, that's different. <laughs> But um, okay, no, but okay, but also from a realistic objective perspective, killer whales are like a top predator so even if they are in a list if they're at the bottom they are still power bottom sure so who's our problem i was misunderstanding the assignment now you understand um now i understand uh let's go what was your you didn't like the type d's that was your least favorite fred what was your least favorite again the ross um oh, okay so we all had completely different bottoms because mine was the type two north atlantic yeah, yeah. which um, i was just like they're typical okay, so we can scrap type d i so i think anybody who's going to be at the bottom is going to be a specialist feeder because i i, I think that you're not like if you're gonna like literally basically just eat the equivalent of like only chicken nuggets forever like you're uncultured you're basic if you're gonna look like the most basic whale ever you're definitely at the bottom so yeah those are my thoughts hashtag basic whale. i had so well even then with that i don't know because i was going to say i thought that maybe residents should be like the third for the fact that we know the most about them and they are like the most studied which i find very interesting is that like we a lot of our understanding of killer whales structure um so far really our best understanding of age or lifespans are coming from like residents yeah we're hanging out with so i was gonna say but i guess the that they're not generalists is a fair point but it's also extremely interesting how adaptive and successful they have become being specialists obviously now it's nipping the southerns in the butt but there are the two other residents that are right fairly fairly well off yeah and even then like it's like chinook's 80 percent of the southern resident but they still eat like coho and steelhead and other stuff so they like chicken nuggets but they'll occasionally do like canes and sometimes they'll go to chick-fil-a or no they won't go to chick-fil-a sorry they'll go to mcdonald's yeah (laughs) they'll get the dino nuggets will not go to (laughs) chick-fil-a i think they would i think if we're gonna like if i the southern residents if out of all of the if they were out of all the fast food chains what is the equivalent of chinook salmon for sure it is chick-fil-a for sure because it's basic. popular but hard to find in some areas yeah There's mcdonald's everywhere yeah and i feel dino like, nuggets how widely distributed are di- dino nuggets yeah exactly <laughs> what is this analogy <laughs> i think we probably lost everyone they're probably like, okay where what are we doing right now um oh no no, no. we're so speaking to the that, fourth graders i would say that the, i could say i would put residents at a four because 
they're generalists, which I think makes them kind of wimpy, but also you're right. Like you could see how much they've adapted despite that. Um, but also, yeah, I think you're right about the, them being well studied. And the other thing too is I think the whole grandmother effect and them hanging out in big families puts them closer to the top. And then also the relationship that they have with the Lummy where they would hunt salmon alongside the Lummy cooperatively. So I think- Yeah, so it's like because we know so much that yeah. that puts them high, even so with your cool. like the food thing. Okay, mm-hmm. who's three then? Mm-hmm. Um, The big. Antarctic. See, Antarctic's boring. I would also, I would maybe between the two go for big. No. Yeah, Antarctic I, just looks like cool. a northern a northern hemisphere whale just in the southern hemisphere. Yes. Yeah, but they're also no uh, shade. Northern hemisphere. I, I think beautiful. well because I I think they have more fun than most. To be honest, um, that's These based upon nothing that, other than happy feet personally. But because you like that they'll oh they do have they have, they do have the cool feeding where they go up on the shore to grab a seal mm. to yeah. grab a seal. I'm a very pumpkiny hiccup. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no, the bigs, the bigs are phenomenal though. I all, all, all the people love the bigs. I think also yeah, it's because we know the most about them, and then also like they're out there thriving in the PNW, and they're balling. They're fine. They hunt a lot, and they're like question. Bam, bam. We have the same pencil. Our, we have the oh twins. That your are bigs? Oh, are okay. bigs? just the ones in the pnw or is that now ecotype wide or is it still transients then bigs are the ones up here um bigs are transients it's it's okay okay. we're trying i wasn't sure if that was just like the nickname for the ones up here no we're trying to move out of the term transients that's my understanding and into the trend into the word big because it's a more accurate description well it's it's not a more accurate (laughs) yes they are michael biggs they are bigs (laughs) no they are just big with two g's yeah (laughs) um because they're they're gangsters okay um but it's okay that's good to know yeah um Okay, so for our, our number three, do, do we say bigs? Yeah, down, do it. And then four residents? Yeah. Okay, and then- Five. I think five is the- Antarctic. That, yeah, the Antarctic pack ice whale next. Mm, I was gonna say type A. I'm down for pack ice. I also am wondering where we want to put offshores with their shark eating abilities. Oh, that's pretty shark cool. eating abilities are cool, but like that's one thing. I agree. But it's cool. But it's cool. And we don't know a ton about them. And I believe they've been reported to be in like really big numbers. Like yeah, they yeah, have that's fair. 50 to Let me check with the Bible. Check with the Bible. What is what is the the Bible say? Okay. The Bible. Also, I think their their toothware because of eating sharks is cool. But besides that point, okay. Yeah. Um, toothware also happens in the Type One North Atlantic with their <laughs> sucking of herring. Anywho's, mm-hmm. their group sizes are normally large. Fifty to hundred animals is not unusual, and occasionally two hundred plus in temporary gatherings. Two hundred, baby. Let's go. This that's a lot of whales. That is a lot of whales. I think for that, for that alone, for 200 whales, potential for 200 whales, you get number five. Damn. My type A's are really getting down the list. 
That's what you get for picking the typical <laughs> whale. Let's be, but let's be completely honest though. If we knew more about the different ecotypes, I think residents and bigs would be super low on the list. I think only because we know a lot about them and have personal connections that that we're like they're higher gang gang whale. Science based evidence. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Come on. Yeah. We're ranking. It's we're biased. Yeah. yeah, this or is this, not based yeah. on that much fact. Very much not unbiased. No, this is an entirely biased list. An evidence based science fact where it's just, it's not real science at all. It's just like you you make up your own evidence and it is then proclaimed as a fact. Evidence based. Ah, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Um, okay, so then I would, I can agree. I can, I, Antarctic type A whales, I could see as number six. And then the pack whale, the pack ice whale. What do you think? I kind of think the pack yeah, ice whale I just think first. I like the pack ice whale first, but again, I am biased towards diatom buildup, dorsal caves, and big, big chunky eye patches. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I would agree size matters. That. I Size matters. And I think on that, and given that apparently the friggin suspicious criminal whales um got put at number two mm-hmm. i feel like that these guys deserve number six yeah they also are mammal eating which i you know yeah just cool they have the wave washing behavior which isn't necessarily maybe for some as cool as the going up on the beaches of patagonia and a seal but i still think that the group coordination of wave <laughs> of, of wave washing hunting is super cool. I think that's more impressive than throwing yourself onto a beach. Anyone can throw themselves onto the beach. <laughs> Not a seal. Anyone could. If you haven't yet, go look up Orchid Demise on YouTube. <gasps> did I grab a seal? <laughs> no, I think Fred mentions that every time we do an episode. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so great. I can't even tell you how many people I've showed it to. Like it's kind of ridiculous. I hope they enjoy it. Oh, they do every single one of them. Did I ever tell you guys that I um so I met Ronnie Venucci, the gov or not the governor, what the heck? The drummer governor the the drummer of the killers, and I showed him that video. (laughs) Yeah. I had to get iconic because I was like, I can't approach this man of a band that I've listened to since I was a child and be like, look at look at this <laughs> look at what yeah, i did. this is what no, you need I, to see goals yeah. you are so on account of anyone can throw themselves onto a beach our atlantic type a i believe can rank at number seven i feel like antarctic so type a yes antarctic. i was also too i gotta say one of the best arguments i've heard laid out for Thank anything you. today that's that was pretty good that was the <laughs> on the that beach. was pinnacle anybody can throw their stuff onto the beach okay like that's that's great a like, lot of them don't even survive it. Yeah. Like no. they, they get a bonus point for living. Yeah. And mm. also it's kind of a dumb feeding method if you get stuck. Oh my God. But you take a risk. The point is the risk of the payoff of a high a high density fatty meal is, is the payoff. And then the risk is like extreme sunburn and being stuck. <laughs> Like, like, I feel like there's nothing worse than like 
getting stuck. So what is, what is the, what are the statistics of them getting stuck and negative impacts? Because they're pretty good at getting back in and they're really, yeah, it's probably pretty small. I feel like they figured it out, but seems risky. Anybody could do it. It's cooler to wave wash your clients. Okay. So on the beach, size matters and anyone can throw themselves onto a beach. They are number seven. Okay. I have them both so, on a notes as t-shirts to be made. So what, <laughs> what we, we have left are Ross C mm-hmm. and then type ones and type twos. I think of so. the northern of yeah. the North Atlantic. Yeah. I, well, Ross is at the bottom. I well, See, I disagree. I feel like the other two are like way more basic, way less interesting. And then in that weird ego type that we decided to discount, they try to attack boats. And I think that that's disrespectful. Do we agree that that was one or two? Um, we agree that it was disqualified because of the. Yeah, I think that oh, they're then technically different. Because yeah, I think I think I've but seen. So there's the, the 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the 10. But I think I've seen some people throwing out that there may be 13. The number that people kind of say now for ecotypes is like there may be around 13. But there's these 10 that are classified. Yes. I think that's what I've heard. I may be wrong. If you know more about whales than I do. No, I've, I've heard the same thing. And it's like the debate is like, I, well, it's hard to say. So like that study that came out about the rice's whale that was like discovered said mm-hmm. that there's a high likelihood that up to 32% of whales have been underclassified. So, um, and basically how they discovered that that whale was its own type of whale, like it's within the bride's whale, like family was because basically they got some genetic data from it in like, I think 1990. And then I believe in 2019, one washed up and they were able to get a look at its skull and see that the morphology was different. So yeah. It's really hard to say because especially with these super rare animals that like we don't see all that often getting your hands on one that has died and then getting the proper permitting and then like getting to it in time and all these things is really challenging. So, um, yeah. And I feel like, I think too, I think Noah's currently processing some samples from one of these Southern hemisphere ecotypes, not the type a, I think one of these like type b c's or d's or which one and i think from what i heard people are kind of waiting to see what comes of that to see if there may be a push towards species speciization of killer whales instead of ecotypes because it's basically killer whales a species they're all our sinus orca or sinus orca type a or sinus orca type c but this could be like or sinus something else yeah getting into like that like if they've been genetically split from each other for so long that there could eventually be a push that we're going to get different species. Yeah. Um, and like, why is this important to, to know is like, you know, cause like some people you could argue like who cares, right? A whale is a whale, yeah. but like the more we know, the better we can understand how the entire ecosystem is supposed to work and be balanced. And then can make better decisions based on management. I say this while we also don't make good decisions based on management for the whales that we know the most about. So <laughs> it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. Little cheers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So back to our bottom three. Um, 
I feel like so on I, I could I can I'm not gonna put I feel like it's unfair to put the Ross's whale at the very bottom um I agree also, they're cute yeah they're cute I could compromise with the number nine but part like because that the name is Ross and he is my least favorite character from Friends <laughs> I would say then type one North Atlantic is eight nine Ross C ten type two Eastern North Atlantic I can accept your offer your honor yeah I do too I thank you for accepting the evidence I provided to the stand. These are the evidence-based science facts right here. So um, this is all super factual. Um, this is the official ranking of hashtag the best orca ecotype. So our number one is type B small, the um, Antarctic type B small. Number two is a sub-Antarctic type D. Three is the bigs. Four is the residents. Five is offshore. Six is the pack ice whale. Seven is the Antarctic type A. Um, eight is type one Atlantic. Nine is Ross. And then our power bottom is the type two Atlantic. <laughs> I concur. You concur. Okay. Yeah. I would say if we were going to add in some of these other like potential ecotypes, I do think the ones off of Spain are cool because they eat tuna because I also really like tuna and I relate to them in that fact. And the fact that they ran boats. I don't know. I yeah. just like to vibe. They like to vibe. I can see that. I, just, I, I, I do appreciate like, like I, I did say that I felt that it was disrespectful, but I don't think it is unwarranted. You know, I feel like, I mean, like just humans in general, how they treat the planet, like maybe not these specific people that they're targeting. I don't know what they're doing. I'm not sure what their impact is, but like, I, I, I can understand why an orca would be outraged with a human and want to like basically have a hate crime. I can, I can understand it. Yeah. I also think tropical killer whales are really cool. I would say because... those would be my favorite because why, why are you hanging out in the warm water? What are you doing? I would say too, most likely for me, just because I love I know there's these pictures from Robin Baird's book where he has a chapter about killer whales in Hawaii mm -hmm. and there's pictures of one of them eating a big-eyed thresher shark and the pictures mm -hmm. are just so funny because the shark you know thresher sharks have like teeny little mouths big old eyes and it just is like <gasps> and like getting pulled through the water by this uh killer whale and they're generalists which is super cool so, so. one of my regular passengers was with Robin Baird that day and literally has a video of that. Isn't that I'm obsessed. I have the videos of the ETPs knocking out the pilot whales. Ooh. You saw it in real life? No, it was my boss. Oh. So I have the videos. Holy cow. Um yeah, that's pretty wild. I want to see her. Which is I just a interesting. I want to see, I want to see every, every orca ever, not just all the species, every individual orca I'd like to say hello um, and get a photo of their dorsal fin and saddle patches. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, and then we that would be kind of insane if you had your own personal ID catalog for every whale ever. <laughs> that you With your own names. It's just for you. And you have like some dumb names. <laughs> like peaches, peaches one. Peaches two. <laughs> peaches junior. <laughs> Peaches Junior. Maybe plums. Yeah. 
Um, this yeah, one's I a nectarine. My coworker, mm. my idea, and he had a lot of like really good suggestions. It was like, oh, I can't even remember them now, but it was like peach pie, like a bunch of peach things, and he came up with them super fast. And I was like, you're brilliant. But yeah, no. See, um, I do like Stephen, Kevin, <laughs> Josh. <Okay>. Oh <laughs> yeah. Of, of dumb whale names, I I have some. This beef. is Sarah. I have some beef about whale names. Tell me why that there's like a lot of whales in happy whale majority of whales are unnamed and the whales that are named have the dumbest names ever like there's a what happens when you give the power to the people i know but like okay like fluke skywalker that's a good name aurora i get aurora but like i i just can't with the others i can't get down with the others um there's a bunch of really dumb ones in there you know Eclipse in the Southern Residence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. A bunch of people I knew submitted other Twilight names to have the matra line be Twilight names. That, I hate it. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> that would be- An example, Fred, would be Vanilla Thunder. What is that? Oh, Lord. That's a great name. What are you talking no. about? Guys. Oh, yeah. That's a great no. name. That, that's for, I can only imagine, too, like you can get like a little theme song going whenever you start to see. As a like, oh, my God, guys, it's Vanilla Thunder. If you look off to the left of our boat, that's flashing. That is <laughs> Vanilla Thunder. <laughs> are you fucking bothered? I feel like I feel like we're crossing a line. I feel like we're and then you get, like, the song Thunder. I don't know what line we're crossing, but he said there was a line that we were crossing about somebody else with the name Thunder. And then he was like, this could maybe like it's just yeah. But there's a lot of dumb ones in there. Like, um, like they get to hear a dumb one. (laughs) Okay, I let me just like I'm trying, I don't have a happy world catalog right in front of me, but I could literally flip open any page of it and just be like, that's a dumb name. Like snowy owl, what is that? Yeah, that's a rough Hello? one. That's just yeah, that one. I don't love that one. Ratchet, like what are you? Ratchet, ratchet. Sn- that's oh, amazing. Rad- what are you talking about? Rat. Can we name him after- Is that a name of one? <laughs> ratchet. Ratchet. Like, like oh, R A C H E T. Or a like- ghetto person twerking. Interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. It's not sure what it was named after. Interesting. I feel like Vanilla Thunder is very much like. A drag name, but for a whale. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. There, no, please I, welcome to the stage, I, Vanilla Thunder. I like really am upset that you guys feel like these names like are Vanilla Thunder and good. The Snowy and, Owl was boring. As long as it's fun, that's kind of where I'm like, I, I, it's not I offensive, love, and it's yeah, it's not offensive, and it's not like Snowy Owl. Yeah. Um. Vanilla I would love to. I. I, I just want to see like they I'm on the happy well website right now and they don't have I don't think there, there's not a way to browse by name like oh. well maybe there is let's see search oh it's not it hates me humpbacks let's just search humpbacks just happy at the thought that some naturalist out there can actually like introduce a whale as vanilla thunder coming in you know I feel like, like that that makes my day I think, yeah, I think Dane would be the best at that, but he doesn't agree that it's a good name. I agree with him that it's not a good name. Um, but there's like some really dumb ones out there. I really promise there are. And it's taken- I was excited when they almost named um, the new baby Element. 
as in the element of surprise. I thought that was really cute. That was cool. And I like was really rooting for it. Yeah. Um, wait, let me let me look at their stats. Maybe they maybe there's like whale stats. No, let's look at the we don't care about the users. Yes, let's look at the individuals. Okay. So most most of them are okay. Yes, here we go. Here's some stupid names. Flame (laughs) aka smudge, Fran, check marks, club. Snowy Owl, aka Trick or Treat, Rick. <laughs> Wait, those are not related at all. I'm aware. I'm aware. Like, there's so many. Like, there's so many. And I, I just... love Fran. No, like Fran. Is, Fran no, Fran is a humpback. Fran's look, Fran's look Fran's kind of iconic. The other one, Smudge, was kind of boring. Snowy no. Owl slash Trick or Treat. The aka Trick or Treat is kind of killing. Not Did you say smooch? Smooth. Smooth is the just it, smooth. It is, so there's I'm looking at the statistics, 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 the statistics right now. And the furthest traveled it is the bottom. It is the power bottom of the furthest traveled. And it has traveled 8,558 miles, according to Happy Whale. Smooth. Its name is smooth. His name is smooth. That's a dumb name. That's and then, and then another one in there. There's another one in there named Tonga Tapu Traveler. What is that? No. Hell yeah. There's another one named Trans-Pacific. Trans-Pacific. Trans- what is that? What is that whale? That's... Got like an all-white tail. Um, I, I cannot. I think I'm done with that. Also... There is there are some t- stats that are like the longest in between sightings and the top whale its name is NA ten forty four and it's forty one point one years that's pretty wild pretty wow. crazy. it's actually NA ten forty four or I think it's just not named yeah, yeah. that's a like non applicable kind of thing um it needs to be named like ghosted or something also in um in better news there is. So there's so Angel Wing has a calf named Halo, and Halo is objectively the best humpback, individual humpback, literally ever that ever existed. And we were like, Fluke Skywalker. No, Fluke Skywalker has absolutely nothing on Halo. Fluke Skywalker, cool, but like Fluke Skywalker is not Halo. Halo is objectively the best individual whale on the planet. There's no better whale than Halo. Sorry, every other whale. Um, but we were like did because halo loves to like say hi and like get friendly and be like what's up fam i'm here and like we're close personal friends i feel and um i was like everyone was like we hadn't seen halo like all season we're like this freaking whale got friendly with a cargo ship and it's dead like that's been everyone's been like that halo's dead halo's dead and then somebody found halo so that's pretty exciting so halo is alive and was seen like two weeks ago so get it halo i haven't seen halo because we're having boat maintenance done so i am not on the water um and i haven't been because i've been elsewhere but yeah um halo was last seen five days ago on september 17th 2021 hashtag the best whale like if we're gonna think that all whales halo's the best one i think this was an important conversation because you got to know that 
Vanilla Thunder is indeed a goodwill name. No, it's not. (laughs) Vanilla Thunder might be my favorite whale name. Yeah. Like, like, that's a Vanilla Thunder and Fluke Skywalker are like top tier. Fluke Skywalker is a a, Fluke Skywalker is a good whale and a um, amazing name. And, and a good name. Another whale calf that I think has a stupid name is Google because they said it looks like it has a googly eye. No. It's weird. No. I just have like strong opinions on what like. Yeah, I don't like Google. Just like, the, just the, like I can understand that there's like obviously like not every whale name can be good. Like that's like not every whale name can be good. It just can't. Like that's fair. But like just like just sometimes try to pick a good one just like every one out of every 10 whales make it a good name minimum and that's a fair question vanilla thunder our peaches peaches wow wow okay amazing well, thank you all for joining us for this super special episode. I hope that that's you entertained. One hundred percent fact based. All the evidence based science facts. Yeah, the rankings are correct. There is no right. other there's no ranking, <laughs> and there's totally no other ecotypes. These are the only killer whales in the world. The These ten. One. These ten, and yeah, and there's yeah. yeah. That's no matter what scientists tell you, don't <laughs> listen because that's the that's the day and age we're at, folks. Well, we don't listen to science. You're listening. We just do what we want. Listen to us on the internet. Yeah, listen. Exactly. We're, yeah, we're, we're right. People's we're, are we on Spotify? Yeah. On the internet. Yeah. And and if Joe also, Rogan's on Spotify, he's then we're right. Yeah, and just like pick the science that works for you. And like, if science <laughs> doesn't support your lifestyle or your current belief systems or would make you change your life in some way, um then don't listen to it at all because yeah that's where we're at too i think kendra's frozen okay i think she is too i wasn't sure because my there she is there she wow, is wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> Only this i just want to highlight real every time she did that points. <laughs> And make sure that when presented with new information that you become more emotional, become irate and angrily express your opinions, your facts, your evidence-based science facts. Anyone can make a fact. We made facts. Here it is. Yeah. Like masks just make you breathe carbon dioxide and that kills you. you, There's chips. There's chips in them. (laughs) Amazing. COVID's a hoax anyways. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Nothing. I yeah. The pandemic. The For pl- anyone listening, this is a hundred percent satire. We do not believe any of these things stated. We are <laughs> COVID believers, vaccinated, and wear masks. Thank you. <laughs> just along the side, just in case. Just to say. <laughs> Um, amazing. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And we're going to be getting back onto a normal schedule and posting, um, more episodes with real scientists, with real legit, credible facts, not our evidence-based science facts that we all just made up. Um, so join us for that. Blah, 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 blah. Vanilla thunder. Vanilla thunder. And then, go- and if you guys like 
Southern Ocean ecotype killer whales. I'm just going to say you should um keep an eye out for October 4th for some cool, oh. I don't know, maybe swimwear, maybe leggings, oh. maybe like a rash guard. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, go follow friend Kendra on all of the platforms, Intertitle Kendi, Orca Man, and maybe drop some comments on the posts they're going to be incorrect but drop what you would rank the killer whales as it's, it's wrong but share it with us anyways <laughs> and your favorite whale name <laughs> <laughs> there we go Amazing. i think i'm better <laughs> i think so too thank you so if i ever see vanilla thunder again like and i can <laughs> you need to get the app on your phone so you can be like ladies and gentlemen vanilla thunder can... i'm like 90 percent. yeah you can you can um i'm pretty sure there's forward. an app there there isn't oh my god there you go that's one. This is the one that was on before. Uh-huh. Oh my god. What would you do if you're a passenger on a boat? It's like a totally normal whale wash. Everything else like, these are humpback whales. They are migrational species. They spend their summers with us here feeding and building up their strength before they make miles long journeys down the coast. And oh folks, here to the left. Vanilla thunder. <laughs> oh my god all right taking notes for how to improve as a naturalist right yeah. here all right guys you, on need, that you note, need a rapid air horn all right should we all just bear me we are at the same time and that's our sign off oh done ready yeah. okay <laughs> 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 ring